Jen Zamparelli on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit LeiaHealthcare.ie. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always. Now, it is that time of year, isn't it, where most people, unfortunately, catch something. It could be COVID or it could be the flu, but sometimes it's just a sore throat or a cough or a runny nose that just won't go away. It just seems to be lingering and lingering these viruses. So what should you do? Does gargling salt water or putting your head in a face of steam and, and face in a steam bucket, does that actually work? Like, does that work? And how long do you wait before going to the doctor? Well, Nurse Sarah Kearns is here and joins me to tell us all about those seasonal sicknesses and what you can actually do to alleviate them. I think we could all do with this advice. Hello. Hello. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Okay, I'm going to turn you up a bit because you always have something good to say. Here we go. First things first. Um, do a COVID test if you're coughing and sneezing and have symptoms because... Uh, that's important, am I yeah. right? Yeah, and remember, a common cold doesn't typically come with a temperature. Okay. Yeah, flus will, okay. COVID will. Okay. So it, it's a tough one because lots of people have stopped testing for COVID, but it's still a virus and it's still dangerous. And the new strain has horrendous. Anyone, if you meet anyone at the moment who's had COVID recently, it's a miserable dose that they're getting. Which is which is a weird one because everybody's been vaccinated. Yeah, I know. And But the vaccines will have started to wear off. It's okay. just that the... It's just that the virus is still around, but our vaccines have started to wear off. But because of because of the vaccinated people, that's that has made the it's not as dangerous as it was. But for people who are immunally suppressed, people that are maybe on cancer treatment or there's lots of different reasons that COVID can be still extremely dangerous for people. Um, so the typically it's a funny one. Colds and coughs are miserable and they're viruses and they can go on. You could have a cold for 10 days, you know. But the interesting thing is that, you, you know, when you're sneezing, it's not if when to go to the doctor if you're getting worse right so you start developing temperatures if your sputum colour is such a huge indicator your what colour your sputum colour your phlegm colour so when you cough up and if it's really super dark um, green and you have a temperature and it actually gets darker green and you're like I am just not feeling that's when to go to the doctor it could be a chest infection that needs antibiotics but typically a cold will be kind of clear enough fluids that all the um you know the air, your your nose, your airways, and everything are really super irritated. So that is clear sputum. It's still miserable. But when you were talking there about your pharmacist in a cold, sniffly cold, what's going around? It's a virus. It spreads like wildfire. A couple of different things. We need to remember everything we learned from COVID. The etiquette: sneeze into your elbow. Yes. Sneeze. Have packets of tissues in your pockets. Use them. Bin them afterwards and wash your hands. Washing your hands. So that sort of, you know, that cold and flu etiquette. If you are sick, stay at home. We, most of us, in terms of the, you know, the workforce that are in offices, etc., have an ability to work from home. Stay at home and work from home if if that's applicable. Or just don't go to work. Because if you're going into work... Or send your kid to school. Yeah, or send your kid to school. I know, right? Mm-hmm. And the, the funny, because a lot of modern buildings don't have... And a lot of mod- new build houses don't have open windows. Because they're all air-conditioned and, you know, the temperatures are controlled. So even that flow of air in offices isn't happening. 
And that flow of air is so important. Mm-hmm. And I think we forget. And actually, when we're feeling kind of miserable and shivery and cold, you, you're tempted to close the windows all the time, but you need to let that air out and circulate. Okay. Like a couple of times during the day, just I know the heating and everything, but just be strategic about it. And remember that air needs to travel through a door and out a window. So don't close a door and open a window. It's not. It's only going to circulate out the window. So you need to open door, open window. Just let that air, even for five minutes, just clear out, freshen up. So what you're saying, every office in the country, every salon, every school, they should have a, they should open up and open up their window and door just for a few can, minutes. Just a couple of minutes. Yeah. If at all possible, a lot of the modern buildings, you can't open windows. But that fresh air element is really important. And actually, there was somebody, um, rest when you're feeling unwell. Right, rest is hugely important. Yeah, what are we talking here? Are we talking taken to the bed or just like so, sitting on our arses? Do you know what? Taken to the bed. If you actually have, the, have you ever had the flu? I've had it once. I don't think I was, so. Yeah, if that's the answer, so the answer is a definite no. Yeah, then, right. Anyone who's ever had the flu, know about like, it. Know about it, and they get the flu vaccine because it's horrendous and you have no choice but to be in the bed and you soak through your bed sheets a couple of times a night it's a miserable place right so but other than that there is something I was talking to somebody yesterday and they were saying that they had a cough and they were in the bed and it was getting you need in in the hospital environment okay we'd be getting people up mobilising is so important you need to rest that is true watch your Netflix or whatever but mobilising is so important because when you move around we're breathing heavier so if you go up the stairs and you're a little bit short of breath what happens when you're short of breath your air, lungs open more it's that mobilising for moving the secretions in your lungs and you can you notice when people mobilise that they have a coughing fit after that's good it's your body expelling all that sputum and all that mankiness from your lungs Okay, but it's when in terms of resting, you're much better. Be on the couch, put your feet up, but get up and keep moving, keep those lungs moving, and keep it just to help you cough all that monk gunk out. And um, what about fluids? They were saying, Oh, drink plenty of fluids. What are we talking here? So, just the regular? you need two liters. No, you oh, need to, really? but you know what? It doesn't necessarily have to be in water, um, just water. Think soups. And especially when you're sick, think soups, think tea, it's still fluids, my wadi maybe in your water, whatever way you need to get the fluids in, hydrated, rest, being rest, rested, sleep. And when it comes to sleep, you were saying sleeping can be a nightmare with a cold cough flu, right? But you need to go, we say this every single time we talk, go to your pharmacist, they are amazing. Get, don't suffer in silence, go and get well, not that well. Certainly, men don't. Mm. But you go and get a nasal spray. Clear the nose before you go sleep. Humidification is amazing. It's amazing for small children. You can get um, you know, the vaporizer, the Vicks vaporizer and stuff, and you can put all this oil in them and leave them in kids' rooms and things. Salt lamps, thoughts. unbelievable. But you see, they're they're what they're doing is opening. Um, they're basically moistening the airway so the secretions are easy for them to cough up. And if you put all this oil, this kid baby all this oil, I swore by it, and I put a little bit on um a bit of muslin cloth and put it under their pillowcase so they had a constant little flow of it during the night and what it does it it keeps your airways open so what happens then you sleep more so those herbal things can be really effective nasal sprays are amazing like if you have temperatures take paracetamol Um, I know the neurofin um, can it certainly can work but first line should be paracetamol take it as indicated Um, but the humidification is hugely important use lozenges you know like if your throat gargling salt and water is brilliant for a sore throat um, and it's hard like I, I think I think it's you've got only learned to gargle at six or something it's only safe something mm. like that but gargling salt and water can be really effective honey and lemon Really effective, just coat the, the, the airways and just make them less sore, less scratchy. 
What about steam? I mentioned it. Lots of people have, you know, hot showers and, and, hot showers. and steam. Will that loosen yeah. up the phlegm? Absolutely does. And then it coats the airways and it's just easier and stops the sputum and the phlegm sticking to the airways as well. There it is again, really the sputum. Just coughing it up. But um, do you know, like, in ter- you have, like, I think it's a good time of year to focus on looking after yourself unless, you know, there's certain things. There's some mad stat that I, I know my sister's always talking about this, um, is that 90% of Irish people, uh, teenagers and adults, um, are deficient in vitamin D, right? And again, it's because we're going into the offices and it's not taking that time out. Like that, you know, that sun before 12 p.m., 30 minutes of sun before, or daylight before 12 p.m. Mm-hmm. in the day is unbelievably effective. But we should all be taking a vitamin D supplement. And what that does is supports our immune system to work functionally normally. Um, so we should all be doing that. It'll help massively. There's nothing going to... St- um, zinc and vitamin C definitely have all the research to demonstrate that they shorten the length of like a cold and flu and stuff. So they're really good. So do you up your vitamin supplement in the wintertime? Yeah, but specifically around vitamin D. Vitamin D. So I take, instead, of, I take a multivitamin anyway, but I take it, I really focus for for me and the kids. I do um like a liquid vitamin for my littlest, my two-year-old, and get the girls to take these gummies, vitamin D gummies yeah. and Amiga. And then I focus on vitamin D and I definitely take a zinc and um, a vitamin C then when it's in. Echinacea is another one. It's not, there's no massive research behind it. People swear by echinacea and you can get that. So any of those herbally things can be brilliant. But there is nothing going to beat the vitamin D supplement and a really good diet. Really? So I think you just have to look after yourself. It's a good time not to be drinking. Mm-hmm. It's a good time to be focused on hydration, exercise, resting. And and when I say, like you f- you feel like it's um, an ironic thing to say, you need to exercise, but you also need to rest. And that is important. Like sitting on the couch for five hours, scrolling on your phone. Is that restful? Is it? No, not really. You'd be so much better off going for a little walk around the block, come in, getting that fresh air back in, sitting down and having kind of a meaningful rest time. Do you know what I mean? So do look after yourself. What if somebody's been coughing and they can't just shake their their cough or whatever and they start taking a vitamin D supplement? Will that help? Will that help? Not it or in does... the initial, but it will help and it absolutely should do it. It won't help in that instance of a sickness but it will it absolutely is help like if, if tomorrow is the first time you can start taking vitamin D just do it do you it. know it's so good okay. but like it, you know in terms of when to go to the doctor it's really like it's normal to have temperatures with the virus for like three to three to five days but just say on day three the temperatures are getting higher they're getting prolonged they're harder to shift remember a worried parent if you're if you're you know, form fee for food are really good indicators of how a child is. But like if you're, if a child is listless, they're, you know, they're just not themselves. They're lying on the couch, not re-engaging you. The absolute red flag would just go with your good as a parent. Um, sputum colour, as I said, if it's getting darker, if the temperatures are getting, you know, like it'll be normal to have temperatures with the virus. That is absolutely normal. But do they bounce back from it? Are they still drinking? Are they still eating? How's their form, right? So you can have a fever on its own and monitor it, obviously, and monitor for, you know, rashes and all the things that we talk about. But, you know, if their fever is high, but that their form and they're eating and drinking, they're staying hydrated with the fever, it's good. It's OK to monitor it. But just say all of a sudden they stop drinking. So now they're not drinking. They're they're having. Remember with kids as well, one dry nappy is OK, too, isn't really it's an indicator. So think outside as well. There's a big thing around kids like with them um, sore throats that they just won't eat and drink for you. Like what's really effective in my house, I have these silicone reusable tubes for um ice pops so I fill them up and maybe sugar free my wadi or yogurt and they'll just suck on them 
So they're still getting fluids, but they're also getting the, the comfort for their throat. Great and the, idea. most kids won't turn down an ice pop no matter. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> how long can you expect to have a viral cough or sniffles for? Uh, you know, how long are we talking here? Are we talking weeks? Yeah, months? like you can go on. Some people, right? Some some people will clear them really quickly and maybe have it seven to ten days, something like that. But other people, the cough can linger. Like they say, like if you have a cough that has lingered three weeks, you should consider co- uh, contact to the GP that if it's gone even if the fevers are gone why are you still coughing why can't you clear this I had a really insta- uh, funny um, a good instance um, with a, a pharmacist over Christmas that my two and a half year old was like doing like you know that croup that it sounds like a seal barking that mm-hmm. cough it typically happens um, in the middle of the night is that they'll have a bit of a cough but then the croup will start it's really frightening um, you need to get them to the hospital they may, may, may need, you know, steroids and, and that treatment. But actually, he was coughing during the day, so I knew it was going to be tip, the typical croup. But I went to a pharmacist and they gave me um, an antihistamine and that literally took the bark out of the cough within I, 45 minutes. I the, heard this. Unbelievable. So I'd never done that with Theo. I'd never... Um, I'd never had yeah. that experience. But again, it's the whole thing that I went to this amazing pharmacist and... Utilise what you have. Utilise what you have. Absolutely. You've always said that. Are so, I, every time. Yeah. So, but I really practised what I pre- <laughs> preached mm-hmm. over Christmas and I thought it was amazing. And actually the bark was taken out of his cough. Then he had a cough. He has stopped coughing now so that within a week and he was fine. And little mild temperatures just gave him calpol. Remember it as well to get a weight on the kids if you can because if you look at the back of a packet one thing that we are doing right is uh, for kids you know the neurofinocalpol it's there's a specific dose for a weight and I'll put it actually up on my Instagram later but typically we're under dosing our children so if your kid is 20 kilograms you you have a certain amount of uh, neurofin and a certain amount of calpol that you can give them per kilo so just check their weight and make sure because it could be a difference of 6.7 mils but you've been giving them a teaspoon which is five so they're missing out on a third of the dose yeah and it's not being effective. It's not being as effective and their body can cope with it. So get a weight and, and make sure you're giving them the right amount. Okay. Really, really good advice. Uh, Nurse Sarah Kearns, thank you so you're much uh, for popping in. Just to give your Instagram handle if you're going to give some oh, hands information. hands on health. I'll put up that chart later because it's absolutely Please brilliant. Please do. Yeah. Hands on health and I hope uh, you'll all get onto your vitamin D, D- especially. Oh, here, that's the key. Vitamin and colourful, D. good diet. Look after yourselves. Loads of water. Jen Zamparelli on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit LeiaHealthcare.ie. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always.